Hey everyone, welcome to the Manthology Show, life by three white guys in their 30s. In today's episode, the ultimate man draft, most manly music, sports, addictive drugs, and slowing time. Josh and Derek, thank you for joining me for this week's episode of the Manthology Show. Blake, if there's a bustle in your hedgerow, don't be alarmed now. It's just the Manthology Show, coming for the May Queen. The May, the May Queen, doing well. <laughs> Josh, how are you over there in, in Atlanta, Georgia? I'm good. I'm hot, but I'm good. Good to be here. Good, good, good. good. Um, before we jump in, as per usual, Wilson's reminding me. I'm supposed to plug this here show. Go on iTunes, search Manthology Show, give us a rating. You can also contact us at Manthology Show or email men at manthologyshow.com. That's Blake, awesome. I'm going I'm to interrupt you right there. I think you're being far too diplomatic. I think we've been too nice about this. <laughs> I think it's time to get a little confrontational with these with these GD listeners. Listen, guys, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it the way Blake does. I know you don't have anything better to do with your time. <laughs> Go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating. Write how awesome Derek is. That's all you have to do. I don't ask much out of all any of you. All yeah. I ask is is that you go and leave a rating. Is that too much to ask? Not too much to ask. And I appreciate you. Well put. Well put. Thank you for throwing. It's it's tough love today on the mythology. Throwing down the gauntlet. Um, Now, we're also, in addition to that, yes, become a patron or we'll find you and maybe TP your house. Can we do that? Is that? We may even take it a step. We'll do something. (laughs) We'll do something. Like, I don't don't want to get into threats, but, you know, that's what it's come to. (laughs) Okay, uh, I'm excited, Josh and Derek, about an upcoming episode. We've reached, uh, this is episode 15. We've been doing this for, for about, yeah, 15. 43 weeks. years. 43 <laughs> years. It took us 43 years to get episode 15. Once we get to episode 20, we have a very, very special show planned for you that I'm excited to announce today. We are going to do the ultimate man draft. Derek, Josh, and myself are going to compete, and we're going to draft um, the the five most the five men that we each feel epitomizes manliness more than others, and we'll explain our reasonings. But to help us get to that point over these next few weeks leading up to the man draft, we want you, kind listeners, to send in your nominations for most manly men. Whoever you think that is, send us in. Give us your reasoning why, and we will include these in our in our man draft. Um, we will at least consider them from the pool of, of nominations or available men from which Josh, Derek, and myself can choose the the winning draft E, if you will. Okay. So excited to do that. And over Very the next fun. few weeks, we also have to figure out the draft order. Who's going to get the first? Who's going to get the first pick? Because yeah. that's going to be a really monumentally important uh, factor in all this. Who gets yeah. to pick the first man well, in the man? I just watched over the top, so I think we should arm wrestle arm to determine wrestle. who gets okay. to pick first. So that's... I like I like where you're going with that physical dominance. Impressive. Yes. Okay, speak, gentlemen. So speaking of physical dominance, or at least competitiveness, we are about to start the uh, great tradition of the Summer Olympic Games in Rio uh, de Janeiro. Not, uh, yeah, not, fans, little, not fans. Not fans. Who cares? I'm a little... Yeah, I'm, I'm not into it this year for some reason. I, I, why I, do you guys hate all the swimmers in all the world? Like, swimming alone easy, is, is fun easy, to watch. Easy, fella. Easy, that's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> why do you hate all the... Why do you, do you hate swimmers? <laughs> 
No, I, I, don't I know watched the Olympics just for swimming. I, Phelps is going for it again this year. I'm stoked. Yeah, there's a handful of good storylines that I'm interested to see, and I know once it gets here, I'll, I'll I'll get into it a little bit more. But this year, compared to the past Olympic Games, for some reason, I'm just not into it yet. You don't I don't know see- if it's all. The, yeah, I don't know if it's all the stuff about the location and you know all the health issues or I don't know. I'm just having a hard time getting into it this year. Jeez, I, wa- I walked in on a Debbie Downer episode here. All yeah, the two guys are like. Pfft. What's not? I mean, what's not fun about watching Insane Bolt smoke smoke folk on the on the, the on the track? He's getting a little long in the tooth. Like, who cares? <laughs> so, Derek, I, I, you you, you hate all the Olympiads in all the world, Derek? Is that right? I hate all Olympians. I'm, I'm putting down that gauntlet. Like I said, tough love. All the Olympians suck. <laughs> uh, you know, I have no no. I just think it's boring. I just don't care. Like, I don't care that these freaks of nature have devoted their lives to running. Uh, you know, I just don't care. I, I don't think it's interesting. Uh, I, I think, you know, I, I would rather watch pro wrestling where at least I know that, that, that I understand why they're doing it. They're going for the world championship or they're going for, you know, their manager threw salt in his eyes and the ref didn't see it. And now <laughs> vengeance must be had. That's interesting to me. I don't care about sportsmanship and this guy's, you know, he's been doing push ups since he was a fetus. Oh, congratulations. Okay. Well, Derek, you're going to have to enlighten me because I know for a fact you are a big Pittsburgh Pirates and Steelers fan. Love sports. Go Penguins. Love sports. Go Penguins. Love sports. So you but those consider are Olympic sports. sports then? I mean, they're sports, but I like team sports. I, I, like, uh, I like the storyline that evolves over the course of a baseball season or a hockey season. Yeah. There are personalities involved. You know, with these Olympians, it's just one person looking to add another medal to their shelf. And there's no... I don't know. Like, I don't get excited. I guess the, the argument could be made that, oh, they're, they're playing for America. But are they really? I mean, I don't know. Like I, when the Penguins won the Stanley Cup uh, a few months ago, it felt like there was a victory for the city. It was a local thing. There's sort of civic pride in that. But you know, I don't feel that with the Olympics. It feels too distant. It feels too foreign. I don't know. It, it does feel, yeah, it is more distant than your local teams. But the patriotic aspect is one of the things that I really do enjoy about the Olympics. Um, so that's always something. I don't care what the sport is if you. It's something I don't care about at all. I'll always get involved for, you know, pull for the old U.S. of A. Derek just apparently hates America, apparently. I, yeah, and you know, and def- Greeks and, def- and, and amateur def- competitors. Screw the Greeks. What have the Greeks ever done? <laughs> Aside from inventing democracy or whatever, what have the Greeks ever done? Come on. And thick by Europe, the way, I mean, thick yogurt. Thick yogurt's way better than runny yogurt. All right, I'll give you tzatziki sauce. But other than that, <laughs> other than philosophy, tzatziki sauce, existentialism, what have the Greeks ever done for us? Not much lately. I'll say that. Okay, well, so, all right. I'm excited about the Olympics, but I think we can all agree, all three of us on this year's show, like sports in general. Is that fair? Oh, yeah. Sports yeah. is the greatest. Sports okay. are the best. Okay. So, I'm super, super excited about football season starting. Season. Okay, like, so I am too. And this is what I want to ask ask you to. Why, and maybe this this is sexist, but I think this is kind of how it lines up. Why are guys seemingly, on the whole, at least according to our eyeballs and numbers, why are we more interested in sports? Why? What makes this a very <laughs> almost universal manly pastime or experience? Why? 
because women actually have things to do with their time. (laughs) Women, women actually like read books and they have discussions about things. Men just want to bang heads, man. Like, I think like we're, we're, we we're very much in touch with that primal kind of, you know, like society so padded. I think we've talked about this before where you have to be congenial with everyone and you go to work and yeah. You know, hockey is the one moment where you get to put on a helmet and just destroy people. And I think that appeals to men on a primal level where women just roll their eyes uh, at that. And justly so. It is ridiculous. So when when we watch sports – oh, go ahead. Sorry, Josh. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to agree. I I agree with what Derek said and then also like the competition aspect. Like it gets those juices going. There's something primal about that. And then, um, yeah, just like some of the – athletic uh things that you see on tv is just amazing to watch sometimes like that's a human being doing some of that stuff out there you know it's it's crazy so um so derek and josh are you saying that us enjoying and like perhaps indulging in sports way too much than we should sometimes is the equivalent of two rams going at it with their giant horns at each other sure Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And my Ram is better than your Ram. That's right. <laughs> okay. I my like local it. sports Ram is better than your local sports Ram. And you only got that Ram because your, t- your other Ram sucked for 10 years and you got the top pick of Rams. <laughs> yeah. So isn't it kind of, it's, I don't know if this is irony, but what if, if that's true, and I think there's something in there, there's something brewing in there with that idea, that... We've achieved this state of civilization and society. We wear clothes now, and we build buildings, and we do cool stuff. But basically, we're still animals, and we're going to show our bravado in any which way we can. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. I think we haven't evolved as far beyond that as we like to credit ourselves <laughs> with. And sports is a, man- is a modern manifestation of that. Yeah, and- but you know what else it does? is it, it, I think, in all seriousness, it teaches us so much about the human condition and experience i mean i i it teaches us about the work you have to put in to get the results um teaches about camaraderie um it's a very social thing yeah my most vivid childhood memories almost exclusively revolve around sports i can remember my first home run and that feeling it's literally of all the things i've done in my life that's still top five feelings i've ever had in my life so cool mm-hmm. yeah. was rounding those base i'll never forget it you know I'll, I'll never forget the way my teammates hugged me when i came back yeah. to the dugout and you know i was 10 or years slapped old your butt. i remember right. that. i mean that that's acceptable ah, <laughs> mass slap is fine too you know and we could get into what's weird about that that's a whole nother podcast but that's the that's the mystery of sports Blake. Yeah. It is. It's also it's also a rallying point, you know. Like you, you get behind your team, and then you got something to bond with other people yeah. over. You know, and you struggle. They're struggling. Like you know, yeah. I'm a Pittsburgh Pirates fan. You know, we had 20 straight losing seasons, 20 yeah. years where we were just awful, and then that 21st season, we we actually not only had a winning season, but we made the playoffs and made a little run. Mm-hmm. And the way the city just exploded that night with emotion. I was running down the streets of downtown Pittsburgh, waving a flag, um, and cars were like stop. People were getting out of cars and hugging me. You know, that, that's something. The sports brings out the positive of, in us in a way yeah. that uh, so many other things bring out the negative. And it's I don't know. That's why sports are so 
important to me. It's it does, and you get very emotional about it yeah. too. Like, like when it gets, I know when it comes to like January, my wife will start looking at the playoff schedule, and she'll know. Okay, well, I'm going to leave the house <laughs> on this day, and you need to be alone for this game. Yeah, yeah. Really, you take it that far, Josh? I mean, I have. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> yeah, like. I mean, dude, I'm a Colts fan. So, like, for years, like, we would make it all the way through. And then January, we'd hit the bed or the freaking Patriots. You know, like, there would be something. There would be some sort of heartbreak. And that was Tom Brady, the villain, comes yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. So, there was always that. And, like, in those games, yeah, I get, I get very emotional. I'm, like, standing up and, like, I'm pacing. And <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> I <can't explain> it. <laughs> And you feel like you have a stake in it. It's not. Yeah. It's it's not the Penguins won the championship. It's we won the championship. You know. Yeah, exactly. And Even if I don't you sit, didn't. right. But if I don't sit on that couch exactly in the right way, then I'm not doing my part for the team. Yep. Right? You have to really? wear the same shirt you this wore when they bizarre. won, not when they lost. Yeah. Okay, here on this point, I can't agree with you because I absolutely love watching sports. I love seeing freaks or physical specimens do stuff that my body could only dream of doing you know but i i i embrace fair weather fan status because i view sports as entertainment this is not life i don't get a, a cut of their winnings or earnings i don't get a replica trophy so like if they're sucking i'm like screw you i'll watch you when you're better later i'm gonna go <laughs> play with my kids I, like i, I just, oh, i can understand that too but like um I mean, it's easy, like, when they're, like, the Falcons last year. Like, yeah, the season was over by week four, you know. So, like, you can throttle your enthusiasm. But depending on how the season's going and stuff, like, yeah, it's a roller coaster ride. And mm-hmm. I think that's part of the journey. I mean, part of the excitement. But, I mean, I was kidding about, you know, like, being superstitious about the way I watch the games and stuff. But a lot but, of people aren't, Josh. There's a lot of men do, yeah, that aren't. A lot like of people that. do, yeah. So. Oh, I'm legit superstitious about Are you really? Oh, I, wow. if, if they – if the Penguins lose a game in the playoffs, I will not wear that shirt that I wore the, the day they lost. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's serious business. I look at it like, what can I do in my capacity to, yeah. to, to help yeah. them win? And I will spare no expense. I'll buy a new shirt and go with that. You know, I'll, I'll change it up. Wow. doesn't matter. Yeah. That's great. That's, I love that's, it. That's heavy stuff, D. Yeah. But, you know, and I, I find that it's the tragedy and it's the, those awful moments. It's the 20 years of losing that make right. those wins so just, I don't know. Like I said, it brings out the best in us. And again, this is what, or the worst. <laughs> or the worst, if, yeah. If you've seen yeah. some of those, okay, there was this great story in the New York Times. They were making, this is hilarious. I like soccer even, but I think European hooligans are some of the worst. Like racist, just crowd, group think, they get together. Just, it's horrible, ugly behavior. And so the New York Times did a story on American soccer, which isn't near up to the standards in terms of quality of play as European play. But these American fans are trying to simulate hooligan, you know, stuff to try to legitimize their fandom. It's ridiculous. I think it's just absolutely. So I would, I would submit, Derek, it brings out some nasty, stupid stuff as well. Well, that's soccer, and as we all well know, soccer is not a real sport. So. I don't agree with Take that. that Take that, I don't that. agree with that. I like I like the soccer's and whatnots, but I agree when there is one thing I don't like is the 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 draws, the tied games ending in a tie. I think we should do away with that. Yeah, and also the clock goes up, which is weird. And it, yeah, I don't I don't understand. It's just 
It's a fundamental. Yeah, there's a lot that needs to be fixed with soccer. <laughs> there, there is, there does need to be a shot clock. I am all in favor of a soccer shot clock to speed up. Because, like, if you before before uh, the shot clock, basketball. I mean, obviously they scored more than soccer, but it was low scoring affairs. And when they introduced the shot clock into basketball. Oh boy, a lot more excitement, and I think the same could be true of soccer or any sport that that like baseball. Derek, those are good. Well, also, baseball. when they also when they allow minorities in basketball, that helped of course, a lot. Yeah, that <laughs> that, yeah. that was a big <laughs> minorities in the shot clock really did a lot. <laughs> but Derek, the baseball did the same thing last year. They sped up, thankfully, so pitchers couldn't stall the freaking yeah. game anymore, and it's better. Yeah. Like games are, I think they said are up to thirty minutes shorter. For he- thank heavens, man. Yeah, Those batters are- can't step out of the box. Yeah, it's and, great, yeah. man. Yeah, anything like that to speed it up. Anyway, um, we love sports and we don't care who knows. That's right. Have you, got, have you guys ever seen that Lonely Island? I'm gonna play that. <laughs> no one. Well, has. hey, real quick, real quick, because I'm curious. Uh, everyone's favorite sport. Go. Football. American football. <laughs> okay, I'm a I'm a baseball guy. I'm an old, okay. I'm an old really? Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, I'd say. Oh, Derek, Derek I bet you're. I would. Like, I bet you're not a basketball fan, right? No, love basketball. Oh, really? You're the yeah, only person cool. I know that likes basketball and hockey. Usually, yeah. it's one or the other. So I don't watch the NBA, but basketballs. I watch the. It's weird. I watch the NHL, but I play basketball. Okay. So I'll play basketball, but I won't watch it, and oh, I'll so watch fun. hockey, but I don't play it. Yeah. Oh. But baseball is my is my first true love in life, not just of sports. <laughs> well, it goes back to the home run. Yeah, I mean, it's baseball will forever be part of my DNA, and I think it's the most magical, perfect mathematical representation of life on Earth that there's ever existed. Okay, this I will, game I'm of gonna, I'm gonna go to bat. See what I did there? I'm gonna go to bat for hey. you, Derek. On I'm sick and tired of hearing these people that love golf like. Hitting a golf ball is the hardest thing to do in sports. I'm like, dude, here. try hitting a curveball or a fastball. Yeah. Like, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Like, maybe start, maybe try to hit a moving golf ball, and then I'll, I'll concede your point. But as long as that thing's stationary, yeah. it's not even close to trying to hit a curveball or a fastball. A golf ball that's coming at your face and then all of a sudden dips three feet and right. ends up at your knees. No yeah, No contest. Good luck with that, pal. So. Maybe your caddy can help you next time. <laughs> yeah, Derek. Now moving on. Move, moving on. Um, our good listener Ben Love wrote in this uh, this week, this past week. He asks a question, and we think it's a pretty darn good cut question. Good enough that we're going to dedicate an entire segment to discussing this. Ben asks, which kind of music is more manly, rap or metal? That's a really interesting question. One that I obviously I have a horse in this race, so. I may be a little biased, but I'd be interested to hear uh, you you guys and your sort of non-biased uh, takes on this. I'm going to go team rap. Okay. Well, you're wrong, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and, and why why is rap more metal more metal, I think, than metal Josh? I, I don't know. Let's see. I think they're both equally as flawed, but um, they're sort of a uh, – I don't know, like a a very primal thing about hip hop, like maybe it's macho. just dr- very yeah, yeah, it is very macho. Maybe that's part of what I'm thinking. It's just obviously it's very sexist and <laughs> misogynistic, but uh, yeah, I think it's very macho and just the primal nature of it at its fundamental level of like big banging drums and you know 
rhythmic words, I think is just a little bit more primal and, and manly. Um, Derek, I know you're going to go with metal and I really want to go with metal, but I think metal it's, it focuses too much on the aggressive part of manliness. Whereas rap, you get a lot more, a broader array of manly features I would submit. Okay. So I'm going, I'm going rap. All right. Uh, interesting to see that you're both wrong. That's a very interesting take <laughs> on the show this week. <laughs> Things have been said. I mean, obviously, you've never listened to the band Man o' War. I've heard of their them. name. Yeah. Their name is literally Man o' War, and they wear loincloths on stage. Uh, this is a band that actually works out and lifts so that they're jacked up. They look like Conan the Barbarian. And they go on stage and they play songs about battle and uh, triumph and, you know, res- rescuing the damsel and slaying the dragon. There's actually a, a whole genre of metal called power metal that's very fantasy Lord of the Rings kind of based where it's about triumph and victory and storming the castle. Um, I find that to be very, very manly because it's all about this just male. It's almost like Pulp Fiction kind of male fantasy land. Um, but also, I mean, I just don't like rap. So I, I think there's... There's a lot of bias. Well, we can we can get into rap versus hip hop and what's that mean, but you know, I don't I don't like rap either. I do like a really good hip hop though. Um, but Derek, I, I once opened up for Guar in a band I was go. playing in, and I didn't find anything manly about <laughs> about that show at all. Well, that's the thing. There's a, you know, with metal, I feel like there's way more different types of metal than there is rap. There are literally 18 different subgenres of metal yeah. and you know there's they're, probably they're, only about half of that for for rap. right i mean yeah. they're 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 metal bands uh, particularly from scandinavia that'll their songs are about vikings and conquest and you know p- raping and pillaging and wow. well like, now, i will say fantasy viking rap is one of my favorites <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can turn you guys on to some artists that would really turn your ear yeah okay i'm i'm gonna say this i like I, Thor the Defiler? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just going to say that I like both um, rap. I enjoy both rap and metal. Um, probably more, I enjoy rap probably slightly more than metal because, again, I think metal, it's just all aggression all the time. And I, I like more dynamics, if you will, um, in my listening, uh, you know, my listening enjoyment. But I'll say this that bugs me about both these genres is there is this level of fantasy that exists in both that I think mm-hmm. is just it's just bullcrap. It's just yeah. Yeah. for example, like the misogyny or this projected manliness or throaty yelling all the time. It's just I think both genres oftentimes are trying way too freaking hard, and I think both of them are downright posers and fakers. And there's nothing manly about being a poser or a faker. I think. Bam. Yeah, that's why it was one of the. That's why it was a really, really good question. They're both equally as flawed. Yeah, yeah it's interesting in metal. There in a lot of different styles of metal, but particularly in thrash metal, there's this term "poser" uh, that people throw around. That if if you listen to like glam bands or if you listen to bands that aren't true metal, you're a poser. But the interesting thing about metal, and this is coming from a devout metal fan, is that many metal genres are completely poses. Death metal mm-hmm. is a pose. You're up there writing songs about tearing bodies apart right, and yeah. you know you're you know that's a pose because it's a it's almost like a character that you have to play and that is right. by definition a pose so 
uh, and certainly in rap, it's completely braggadocious. Look at my car. Look at, I think that's one of the things that annoys me the most about rap is at least metal is clearly a fantasy. <laughs> Whereas like with that's rap, it point. just, it yeah. feels like it's this, it's this glorification of materialism. Um, and like at times, like you guys said, the, this sort of patriarchal thing that kind of bothers me. Yeah, it's. I agree. Rap annoys me for it's like, come on, dude, really more misogyny, really. I mean, or like more materialism. It's so old, dude. We've been doing this for like three decades, and I just think the yeah. jigs up, and it's not cool. It's not fun anymore. Um, it's just lame. It's just free. It's yeah. just lame. Like dude, I can't, I, I can't, I can't listen to you talk about how awesome you are for <laughs> for three minutes. You know, <laughs> over a synthetic beat that you had no hand in creating. You know, you didn't do anything. You're just talking in rhyme over. Okay, but stuff. what I what I do love rap for though is the the way it moves my feet and like gets the kids. So we'll have fun. Of some, I mean, for example, so both my love hate thing with rap. I guess this isn't total rap, but. There's a, there's a song by Skrillex called Burial. Have either of you heard it? Uh-uh. Um, I'll play it as the outro or whatever. We'll, we'll have to do something like that. But basically, it's this really aggressive. It makes you want to dance, gets you pumped up for the sports that we often watch. But mm-hmm. then this guy, you know, drops this effing hose or whatever. And I'm like, I, I can't yeah. play that for my kids. Like, right. screw you for ruining something so good that now I can't. Come enjoy on, Skrillex. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so it's a, it's a great question, Ben. Thanks for, thanks for writing in. Any listeners out there, if you have an opinion on that, which, which is more manly, rap or metal? And, and you can even one-up the ante and say if there's a genre that you feel is the most manly musical genres we want to know and some, um, some more questions too those are great yeah great questions really liked uh, both this on this week's show and last week's great great talking points that was asked uh, on our facebook page by the way which is a good spot if you want to ask questions good thanks yeah thanks um which brings us moving on to our big talking point i hope you all click this link wilson has queued it up for all three of us um we want to discuss as again, men like sports largely more than women, and dare I say, men struggle with this <laughs> this topic perhaps more um, than others is as substance abuse, and specifically in this case, we want to talk about getting hooked on the eight most eight most addictive legal drugs, mind you. Josh, you want to run down this list for us? Yeah. Uh, number one, alcohol. Number two, nicotine. Number three, opioids. Four, benzos. Five, ADHD meds. Number six is Ambien. Seven is prescription cough syrup. And number eight is anabolic steroids. There we go. Uh, gentlemen, can we, can we both agree, uh, can we all agree that men probably do struggle with this? Or is that, is that too sexist and too nice to our female counterparts? Do, do we struggle more with addiction? Maybe slightly, but that's... Uh, I don't know. I've never seen any yeah. data on that. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, I've seen more homeless drunks than homeless drunk women. Mm. So that's Fair anecdotal. Enough. That's anecdotal. I'm, so again, I'm yeah, not that's saying anecdotal. that's because I yeah. also know there's a lot of, you know, it does seem like I've, there's epidemics of, I know homemakers or women that are struggling with meth addiction, which is just crazy, you know, in suburbia mm-hmm. or whatever. That I know that's on the rise, but. Thoughts, anyone? Well, I mean, 
I, I am. What's interesting is that I am actually a straight edge. I don't take any recreational drugs. However, uh, I also think drugs are awesome. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to come out publicly say that I yeah. think medical drugs, like prescription drugs, are freaking amazing. I, I, uh, a couple years ago, I had this unbelievable stomach pain. I'm throwing up everywhere. I literally thought I was going to die. Um, and of course my wife wasn't at home, but she, she, she called and said, you're, you're, you're exaggerating. You're being a baby, which of course she was right. But I <laughs> think at the time I was going to die. My friend takes me to the hospital. I had this like real bad stomach virus. They put me on it. They give me a drug. I forget what it was called. It was like a stomach calmer. And I instantly felt better. I thought, Drugs are amazing. Yeah. Minutes ago, it's going to die. Now I'm ready to take a jog. This is unbelievable. (laughs) So, like, I can understand why people get addicted to these things if you don't, if you're not careful. Like, I totally empathize and understand why people get in trouble. They work. That's why they're so popular, right? They 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 just work. Totally work. Yep. Josh, you're Yeah, I've I've always said heroin must be just unbelievable. It must be just the greatest thing in the world because so many people have thrown their lives away on it. Uh, and it's an opioid. But, yeah, um, tough stuff. I know nicotine is – I mean I, I struggled with that uh, for several years Josh, are you, are you nicotine-free now? I am. I have been for a few years now. But I heard someone once say you never really quit smoking. You just never have a cigarette until you die. Like that's the goal. <laughs> You're never done smoking. You just try to not have one until you die. So, yeah, nicotine's tough, man. Anybody that's gone through that knows. Uh, yeah, it's powerful. I've, uh, yeah, I used to, I smoked for a few years in high school. Rebel without a cause. And uh, I, I went. your rage against the machine records. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Show, I'm, look at me, world. I'm sucking on a fag, <laughs> smoking it. And then I flicked. Yeah. So anyway, I, that was a couple years. Um, but I'll, I'll, I can attest to the powerfulness of nicotine because flat, fast forward eight years later, I'm married. I think I have a first child. I hadn't smoked a cigarette in eight years. And, I, and when you get that long, typically you, there's no incentive to want to try to smoke again. I was, it was a summer day. I'm driving down the road. This old truck good old boy passed me, and he was obviously smoking because I caught wind of it. And I was like, that is the sweetest smell I have smelt in eight years. I mean, <laughs> and I'm so delicious. grateful. I know it really was. And I'm so grateful that I, it was just a fleeting moment of temptation. I kept driving, and, and I've never had that again. But that's powerful to go eight years and finally feel, catch a whiff of it and wanted to light up again. So I, I can attest right. that it's certainly, certainly powerful. But I, you know what's cool? about uh, what's cool about nothing's cool about smoking well i mean it does kind of look cool i would I'll it looks it that. really cool guys. it looks Come like on. you don't give a crap i mean that's what i like about smoking but it ain't cool like tearing up your lungs and stuff like that and it's cool that america i think it's the lowest it's been it's something like under 12 percent or maybe it's like yeah. our, our smoking now down up from like 30 or 40 percent i mean there's countries in europe that are still sucking at rates of like 60 to 70 percent of adult population so i think that's pretty darn cool that thanks to those horrible and gross ads that they've been showing over the last few years america has reduced its nicotine consumption well they've it's been a little bit of a lateral step because this whole vaping yeah, phenomenon is what's good point. and no, honestly even vaping even vaping down though, Josh. Me crazy it is 
That is such a stupid like be a man, smoke a cigarette. All right. <laughs> Honestly, smoke a Marlboro, not a light. Is that what you're saying, Jeff? I mean, yeah, I hate to see baby, and then there's like all these contests and all this paraphernalia, and it's like this stupid subculture. Like, just sack up and smoke a cigarette if you're going to smoke. Anyways, that's a that's a side rant. Yeah, yeah I, I I never I've never in my life had a cigarette or a drink of booze ever. Really? Never. Wow. Yeah, uh, and I think a lot of it is like. You know, my parents smoked and I hated it as a kid. So I developed this like hate at a young age for it. Um, and, you know, and my family has some history with alcoholism and stuff, too, where I was like, I, I saw the negative of all this stuff. And so I immediately thought, well, if I'm thirsty, I'll get some Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid's awesome. Why do I need anything else? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, Derek, but I respect it, that, man. I admire that. Yeah. That's so, well, great. so because of that. I've, my body is relatively pure and virgin, so when I when I do take drugs like at a hospital or, or a doctor prescribed stuff, they have like I go crazy. I, I got sick at the beach a few years ago. I had this ear infection because a wave something salt water. I don't know. I got an infection and my ear actually swelled up and I I couldn't close my jaw, so they had to give me these painkillers and I don't even remember what they were. But I took them, and I apparently I don't remember the rest of the beach trip. I was like locked in the hotel room. And apparently, <laughs> I, I was shooting imaginary ducks with my arm cannon. Like I, sure. I just yeah. like you know completely went crazy um, on drugs. So yeah, I, I, I admire the potency of drugs, particularly when you know you're, you're, you have it. You don't have a history of, <laughs> of of affecting your consciousness. When you do, they're even more powerful. A little goes a long way. Yeah, yeah. Derek, I'm totally with you on on drugs and how helpful they are. I mean, it's just been a great invention, I mean, invention for humanity, at least, at least in terms how, of our... Sh- they've prolonged our lives and our yeah. health. Like, drugs are awesome. Yeah. It's just when, but, you know, when people over-prescribe or overtake. But, you know, I think in general, drugs have been a great societal advancement. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, I, I like, I get sometimes really upset. Like, my sister got hit by a drunk driver and she still has hip problems and it it yeah. pisses i mean i get pretty angry i need to kind of calm yeah. down because well like, that's what really that yeah i'm not either and that's to the point where i mean I, I know alcohol is a very popular pastime we've been drinking it for thousands of years but i mean when that it just seems like alcohol kills more than than good old ganja like why not legalize mm-hmm. ganja and like make alcohol tougher so well, there's we don't there's have no to, ganja, no, there's no ganja other show but, yeah there's no ganja yeah. Budweiser yet, Blake, to make sure that. that <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let us know your thoughts, listeners. On your on and and in fact, I mean, I think I did want to mention real quickly. I love hearing people show the drugs who's the boss. I love there. Was, right. I read this story about this guy. He's like, look, man, I just quit drinking. It was leading my life. I have it in my past, so screw you. And he, he went on to say how much, how fun and wonderful of a time and life he's had post-alcohol and how he gets sometimes these negative reactions like, oh, you can't have fun in alcohol without alcohol. And he's like, that's the biggest lie. You can have, yeah. you mm. can go off natural highs and still party hard and have a fun time. And I love seeing that. I love seeing people put drugs in their place. So hoorah. I think that's, I think that's how it should be done. Um, I, I, I just want to say I lived with uh, my buddies before, like throughout college. So I, I lived in this basically drunken party house and I encouraged it 
because to this day, I'm the only one who remembers the stuff that went down there. So I'm living testimony to the fact that you can have more fun sober because you watch these drunk people make horrible decisions and uh, you can actually encourage them to make those decisions and then laugh about it later. It's a lot of fun. Full Good sober. Stuff. Derek's going full sober. I mm-hmm. like it, Derek. Um, Josh, Derek, we've reached the end of our show. Josh, why don't you tell the listeners how they can participate in an upcoming episode? Yes, please continue to get involved and support the show. You can do that by going to manthologyshow.com and becoming a patron. Follow us on Twitter at manthologyshow or send us an email and let us know what drugs you're on, men at <laughs> manthologyshow.com. And let us know for, if you have any uh, suggestions or you'd like to throw any names in the hat for our upcoming draft. Ian yeah. draft. The draft or, how, or, or how we go about setting the, the, the pick order. That's going to be... Yeah. Or how good-looking and rich I am. You can feel free <laughs> to send your <laughs> Any love of those things. as well. Great, great stuff. Thank you so much for spending your time with us. For Josh and Derek, I am Blake, wishing you a wonderful, wonderful week. We'll catch you right here next time on The Mythology Show. We like sports and we don't care who knows. From shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports and we don't care who knows. Football, 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 tennis, hockey, golf. The game is starting. Everyone is here. I got my snacks, my friends. And a beer. Just two normal guys hanging out, having fun, right, guy number two? Yeah, guy number one. E to the S to the P to the N is all I watch, cause I'm the man. If my team loses, I'll be mean.